Good uh, afternoon. I guess it's afternoon. Whatever. Uh, I'm in my garage today. So I want to talk uh, a little bit about rights. I want to vent a little bit about um, the Second Amendment. Um, so this comes from, uh, like, I'm getting a lot of my, my uh, what do you want to call it, my inspiration for these episodes lately from from uh, conversations I have with people, people on Twitter, and I got mistaken for a Democrat, which you know isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but uh, there was an article posted that our glorious <laughs> badass leader, uh, <laughs> don't cancel me, uh, in Illinois here decided he wants to push through a bill to. Um, make AR-15 sales illegal in Illinois. So I commented and said, oh yeah, but you know, that's perfectly fine. You know, let's get rid of all the AR-15s, but uh, let's keep all the, you know, let's, let's not worry about all the handguns that are, you know, uh, shooting up Chicago every weekend. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's focus on the legal stuff, legal stuff instead of illegal guns. That's a great idea. And people thought, <coughs> that I was, that I was, um, that I was thinking that criminals legally purchase guns. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. I know that's not how it works. Um, my problem, the problem always is with uh, the uh, gun issues, is that. Uh, Like, say, for instance, in Illinois, right? I know the numbers. I've looked them up plenty of times. Um, AR-15s, or rifles in general, account for 0.07% of the annual uh, deaths, okay? Homicides, like intentional intentional deaths. Not accidental, just intentional deaths. Um, handguns, 70%. Now, granted, you know, knives and bare hands are like 30%. But so, or, or something like that, 29, whatever. Um, but, uh, so I'm sure if you took the guns out of the equation, people would still find a way to kill each other. The thing is, is that you don't see many gangbangers smuggling freaking AR-15s under their hoodies in, you know, downtown Chicago, okay? That doesn't happen. You know, the reason the gun violence is so bad in places like Chicago is because they got handguns. And they're legally illegal handguns under the table, bought under the table, or just distributed under the table, trafficked in. There's no plan to get rid of those. You know? The whole, like, hey, let's defund the police shit. Uh, <laughs> to uh, some degree happened in almost every major city. What money do they have for a division of the police uh, of the police to investigate and hunt down the, you know, traffickers that traffic in the, the uh, illegal, illegal guns? They don't have one. They don't have a plan for that. But they, have, but oh, gun violence is so bad. We have to look. We have to try to do something about it. So they get rid of the AR-15s that like farmers use to shoot coyotes, or, or bears, or whatever else is trying to get done onto their property and eat their freaking chickens and, and cows. You know, or like. Because it's the middle of freaking nowhere. I'm sorry. I'm not going to... If I was on a farm, there's no way that I would exist on a farm without a firearm. 
you know, because some random psychopath could just walk out of the city one day, walk five miles down the road, go into a random farm in the middle of freaking nowhere, murder the entire family, and there's a good chance, depending on how often people actually show up to check on that house, that nobody would know for weeks. And that'd just be how it is. So you make people suffer out in the middle of nowhere, where they actually need guns for more than just protection from other people, they need them for protection from, from animals. Make them suffer. Because your cities have a gun violence problem. And some Democrats will say, oh, no, no, it's because of, it's because of the school shootings. You, you realize America isn't number one in mass shooting in the mass shooting spectra, spectrum for the world because of uh, because of school shootings, right? It's not because of school shootings. We don't have many school shootings. We have every weekend we have drive-bys, gang violence. That's where the mass shootings come from. Okay? And not to say it's just, you know, gangbangers in Chicago or L.A. or Oakland or wherever the hell they're from. You know, it's to a smaller extent, but it's still the same way. Dumbass bikers, you know, biker gangs. They do the same shit. That's where we get that statistic from. It's not that hard to understand. You know, guns, <laughs> like the old saying goes, Guns kill, don't kill people. People kill people. Or husbands that come home early do. Whatever however you want to say it. But, you know, if you put enough funding into the city police department, or even, you know, throw some FBI agents in that direction to do something other than, you know, try to censor people on Twitter, and tell them, hey, figure it out, go undercover, do whatever you got to do. Find where these guns are coming from and stop them. You know, I mean, the technology is already there. You can't stop people from 3D printing guns, but at least right now, those can jam a lot easier than others. So it's like, eh, it's not as bad. Here's the thing, though. Every right that we have comes with an element of risk and danger. Every single one. But we accept those risks to have that right. Freedom of speech, we have to run the risk of, you know, somebody could uh, get up on a soapbox and preach and make everybody Nazis or communists. I mean, we have that risk, but we accept it because we believe in the right to say what we want to say. We believe in the right of a free press. And, you know, we run the risk of having a bunch of, bunch of journalists writing a bunch of lies in the newspaper. It could freaking happen. And it has happened. Hell, we all remember, you know, Saddam Hussein. They, really, they basically pushed us into that war by reporting all of the, the weapons of mass destruction. I mean, it's just how it freaking was. So, with guns, having the right to own them, having the responsibility and the freedom to own them, also means that, they ha that you're going to inherently have the risk of people that you don't want them to have them get them. That's the trade-off that we make. And when we believe 
that our right to bear arms is more important than anything else. Our right to bear arms is important enough to risk other people's lives, then this is what we get. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Personally, um, personally, I don't think, as long as your registered name is registered to, to the gun that you buy, I don't see any problems with that. Yes, you probably should have some type of background check. Just because you don't want somebody that just got out of jail after a 20-year sentence for, you know, manslaughter, owning a gun. Pretty sure that's a bad idea. Or I should say, you know, second-degree murder or whatever. Gets out on good behavior, wants to own a gun. Probably not a good idea. Probably not a good idea. Or, I hate to say it, I have also met veterans that have gotten out of war and have not been mentally stable enough and they should not be owning one. You know? It's a very rare case because most of the time the discipline that, the, that uh, vets have with their firearms is pretty substantial. But if a war broke you, it's not your fault that the war broke you, but you, you got to protect the people around you, you know? And I don't know many of them that, that wanted to own guns after they got back either. So let's, uh, no, well, I know that all the veterans I know had guns when they came back, but the ones that, were, that I know that, they know they were would be a danger to themselves and others by owning one. Um, you know, I'm happy that they abstained. But that's the thing. They have enough training and they understand the responsibility that comes with that. So, you know, respect where respect's due. But I don't know. I don't understand. The thing that t pisses me off is the numbers that 70% of homicides is with handguns and 0.07% by rifles. It's like, do you not, do you not understand? Like most people, by listening to the Democrats on TV, think that number's flipped. They think that all the deaths are, are attributed to, to rifles. Here's the thing, and this is the little lefty in me coming out, okay? Why in the hell do you never hear about all the gang violence? Oh, sure, uh, you know, a white school gets shot up and all of a sudden it's nationwide, like, mourning and panic and everything else. Oh, we need to ban these guns. Oh, my God, oh, my God. But, you know, a freaking sh little sh mom and pop shop in the ghetto gets shot up because they didn't get, give, you know, pay up or they didn't uh, let the gang do whatever the hell they wanted to do in their establishment. And three people die and a little girl dies. You don't hear about that on the fucking news. That's what pisses me off. Why is it that, why, why are they protected? Why is the image of that downtown, that city life protected? But, you know, let's demonize all the Republicans running around with, with, with rifles. You know, it might be two, three times a year within the hundreds of thousands of fucking schools across the nation that something horrific happens that is downright fucking evil. And, they'll, and every single time it's, oh, AR-15s are the problem. That's why we have so much gun violence. No, it's not, you dumb shit. Take the cameras and point them down uh, the, south side, the south side of Chicago. Take the, point of, the cameras and point them at the west side of my city. You know? In my city, it's like, is it gunshots? Is it fireworks? We don't know. But if you live here, you know.
people just passing through from the east side, they might not know. But if you live here, you know. This pisses me off because, I mean, that just gives the, and then the fact that the politicians jump on board with demonizing rifles and AR-15s so quickly after something like that happens, it's like, so you're ignoring the actual problem completely and you're, de and you're punishing people like, it's not, like I said, it's not like, it's not like the, it's not like the gangbangers are running around with, with AR-15s, you know, and they're pulling them out of their pants and fucking people up. That's not what's happening. It's just not. They're hiding the pistols in their waist and they t take them out and they shoot people up. That's how it works. It's just frustrating as hell. It's like, like, it's, it's like, honestly, it's just racist. You're, you're, you're literally only worrying about when white people get shot up. That's the media. And because Republicans are probably the ones that own all the, all the AR-15s, you know, and it's like, it's split. It's, it's, it's split on, on what uh, political affiliation a lot of these people are that do these, these uh, school shootings. You know, it's not like it's like all Republicans doing it. You know, one of the last uh, school shooters was freaking non-binary for God's sakes. There's not, it's not like, it's not like they're prescribed to one political faction or the other and they decide to shoot up a school be on behest of it. These people are freaking deranged. They don't like society. They think it's failed them. They want to burn it, burn the shit to the ground. And what better way to do that than attack innocence? You know, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle the shooter's on. It doesn't matter what weapon they're using. If you want to be non-biased as a journalist, cover it all. You know? It's like when all the defund the police stuff started. The first and only time I've ever... Okay, there are rare times that I do hear about, oh, like a baby got shot in the, in, in the ghetto or, or something like that. There are rare times when that comes up. But as far as regular nightly news, nope, not at all. And most of the time, those rare instances that that's covered is because there's some charity drive form or something else like that. So people can give money to them so they can feel better about themselves. It's like, it's, it's, so, it's so freaking dumb. So freaking dumb. I just, sorry, there's not really much else I can really say about the subject. I just get tired of legal gun owners that follow the law, that, you know, they, they train with their weapons, they know how to use them responsibly, they keep them put away, they keep them locked up. They're the ones that have to get to suffer all the damn time. And, they, like, honestly, if you're a hunter, yeah, you might own a, a, a pistol. And realistically, realistically, like, if I had a lot of guns, I only have one. But if I had a lot of guns, and most of them were rifles, and the government came by and said, hey, we're trying to, we're trying to get rid of all the pistols. Because of what's going on in the major cities, we're trying to get rid of all the pistols. If we, get, if we destroy as many as we can, 
You don't want your rifles, keep your rifles, keep all your ammunition. We'll, we'll even give you a couple more rifles if we can have your pistols. You know, I'd give up my pistols because I still get all my rifles, you know. So, I mean, that, that's, just, that's just my thought process. Like if, you're, like, if you're worried about the concealment of weapons and you're trying to get them off the streets in, in major cities and you're trying to go through and get rid of all the pistols, you know what? Here's a program for the government to try. Why not, instead of, like, being bullheaded and keep on running up to Republicans saying, well, we're just going to take your guns. No, how about this? Introduce the bill. Well, for every pistol you turn in, you get a rifle. It worked. That way, gangs downtown, how the hell are they going to hide that? You know? <coughs> so that way, if you make it where the only pistols that are out there are illegal, like, and everybody has rifles, people can still protect themselves, people can still hunt, people can still protect themselves on their farms from animals, uh, defend their property, all that. It's all good. The only people that are going to have... Um, and pistols, I mean, the pistols got a shorter range. You can, I, I can take out somebody at like 50 yards with a, with, a, with a rifle. Good luck him trying to even coming close to hitting me with a pistol. <sighs> anyway, I'm done ranting. Now, granted, there's going to be, you know, obviously the libertarian folks are like, no, screw that. They don't take any of my guns. And that's fine. You can hold that position. I'm just saying that if, if anybody ever wants to try to actually do something about it, and the government wants to have good faith from, you know, keep the faith from the people, that would be one way they would have to do it. They'd have to say, well, we'll buy rifles, and we'll license them in your name. You're already a gun owner. You don't need a background check. We'll take the pistol from you. We'll give you these brand new rifles, give you some ammo, have a good day, you know? That way they can take, the, take those pistols, destroy them, whatever. It really comes down to it, you know, if they, if they want... If they want to correct the problems that's going on in cities, that's how you do it. You don't outlaw rifles because the rifles aren't being used in cities. That's why I'm saying what they're doing is not helping cities. It's not helping the actual number of people freaking dying, you know, at all. You have a lot, you have a lot of freedom with a pistol because you can hide it, you can holster it, in your belt, keep it in your pocket. It's small. It's in you know. It, you, you, people don't see it coming. Somebody sees somebody walking down, like when Rittenhouse was walking around with a rifle stra strapped to his shoulder. Everybody seen that he had a rifle. Nobody had any question of that. It's not like when those people ran up on him. They knew they were running after somebody with a rifle. It's not like he turned around with a pistol and blew their head off, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know you had a gun." No, they knew. You know, that's the difference. Anyway, I'm done ranting. I'm done rant raving. I made it 20 minutes. I wasn't trying to make it any certain time. I'm just, this is my therapy. Just venting into the void is my therapy. Maybe I, I don't know. Just let me get my thoughts out. Um, anyway, you know the drill. Uh, I'll put an ad at the end of the uh, uh, episode here. So the episode's pretty much done. If you don't want to listen to the ad... You don't have to support me, that's fine. You can turn off now. We'll go to the next episode. Go listen to Rogan. Go listen to whoever they listen to. Or if you want to toss a coin to your bitcher, just uh, hang out until after the ad's over and then take it easy. Y'all have a good day. Move motherfuckers. Peace.
Thanks for listening to my podcast. As always, I am the Honorable Bovine. You can follow me on Twitter at Honorable Bovine. You can send me an email. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure my email is still in the description of this podcast. If you wonder about me, just a really quick summary, considering this is the end of the video and ain't nobody listening to this anyway. Um, I'm a regular old worker, 9 to 5, well, really 1 o'clock in the morning until like 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, worker, uh, super first shift. I commute an hour to work and back. I low-income household, always look at things from the bottom up, more of a centrist, center-right, socially, center-left, um, economically. I don't... Uh, I don't play any of the political games. It's I look at things and tell you how it is. I try to analyze things from as unbiased of a position as I possibly can. I'll always, if I defend one side, I'll always find a way to defend the other for the same for similar things. So if this is more of what you like, come on back and see me again. Have a good day.